0: Alright, let me just do the intro then. Hello, welcome to I'm In A Band podcast. I'm Chris and I'm here just with Will today. You alright, Will? Yes, thank you. I am delightfully good. Cool, cool.
1: I'm in a band! I'm in a band! I'm in a band!
0: I'm in a band! I'm in a band! I'm in a band! Yeah. Songwriting.
2: Songwriting, yeah, lyric writing, songwriting.
0: Well, it usually starts with an idea, doesn't it, from either me or you, some chords or something. When you give me something,
2: I have two things going on in my head. One will be like, um, I really want to stay true to his his idea and his concept because that's what's going to keep this song innovative. And then there's sometimes part of me going like,
0: ah, oh, that just... If that wasn't there, this lyric could happen instead, (laughs) Charlie. But I think Um, it's good to have that push and that pull. Like, you know, you need some weirdness and you need someone to think more about the song and actually how does it serve the song. And then there's a nice meeting in the middle. Sometimes.
2: Sometimes. Other times we just clash (laughs) clash horns and uh, we have it one way on the record and then you do whatever the fuck you like live anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it, yeah. We should probably just say that you will... Are the singer uh and yes. guitarist and i'm just the, just our guitarist in the band and we are the two guitarists just, uh,
2: we are the the dueling guitarists we don't yes. duel so much anymore actually we we uh i think we have very defined roles now one of us will be predominantly lead one of us will be predominantly rhythm
0: i mean we had loads of solos back in the day didn't we we mm. don't really have that now
2: I just find that for us now, I'm holding those foundations down and singing whilst you're creating different kind of ambiences and, and obviously melodic parts
0: over the top, so it just seems to work way better for the, what we're doing at the moment. Like in Something Beautiful, which is one of the new tracks we're going to release at some point, uh, there was a middle section, and I was like, that needs a Will Russell solo there. Like, Will, mm. you've, not, you've not soloed in a while. You need to do mm. that here.
2: But weirdly as well, it's a very Chris Butler chord progression. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Which I would never have been able to write. Like, it's just not how my brain's wired. It's just so stunningly kind of euphoric.
0: Everyone's witnessing you complimenting me on my playing. That doesn't usually happen uh, (laughs) as men. We don't usually do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Lots of kicks in the dick at practice, isn't there? But we're not (laughs) at practice, so it's fine.
0: Anyway, so lyric process. Talk to me.
2: Mm. I mean, you know, we've never had a number one. I'm no Ed Sheeran. I'm no uh, pussycat doll. But (laughs) you get taught how to play guitar when you go to guitar lessons, you get taught how to do drums, but no-one really teaches you how to do lyrics. So I, I basically want to discuss that now, which is... When I have yeah. a, or when you give me a chord progression, or when I have my own chord progression, and I'll try and hash out a melody first, try and get something that's hooky, and then, as without it sounding kind of hippie as fuck, I'll be like, w- what's the song, what's the music saying to me? Textually, is it kind of gritty, is it soft? And then I'll think of words that fit those things. So, what's soft, what's gritty, you know, like rocks and kind of cushions and that kind of stuff, and that will start to form an image in my head of how I want that particular part of the song to go. And I don't know how you work. Like I, I, I wouldn't say I, I see colour like some of these um, absolute geniuses do, but I do have an idea, like, or a piece of music's like silver or gold or bronze or red or green or blue, and that will really start to form again. An image in my head
0: of where we are in that particular scenario that makes no sense to me because i i just really don't associate music with color in, in the slightest okay um, but <laughs> you talk about you always bring that up you're like oh this is so blue this part this is so red but i don't i don't get that but that's that's cool you know uh, you got hit in the head as a child maybe i'm not <laughs> sure but <laughs> i'm not but- sure why <laughs>
2: So, they're, yeah, they're the kind of first two processes I use. And then it, it is, unfortunately, just down to influence about your surrounding, what's been going on in your life or what's been affecting you. And that's I find, for me, is always the most challenging bit, and especially when you get to, like, that fifth song on the album or your EP or however you're doing it, and you're like, where's, where's my next idea coming from? But I would say that there's nothing wrong with rehashing out the same narrative again from a different point of view and someone who does an amazing job of that is banks she's like one of my favorite artists yeah literally every record obviously she won't hear this but if she was to listen to this she'd probably argue against me but it seems like every record is just about heartache and heartbreak and she'll hash out 12 tracks of the same storyline but every one of those tracks will feel so unique and
0: seen from a different perspective we don't really have like three songs on the go do we we have one song and then we have the next song yeah
2: we we... work in a very linear fashion don't we whereas i know that um some of our kind of band friends they can have like five pans on the boil at once
0: yeah we kind of put the song to bed and then we're like Mm. okay you're in bed now Mm. onto the next victim Uh, uh
2: yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: got a bit weird. <laughs> and
2: victims in the same sentence. Um, okay, sir.
0: Um. You could just do guitar noises down to down down a microphone. Just. Um, maybe we could talk a little bit like working with Matt and what what he's he's done.
2: Yeah, I mean, you you get so kind of honed in on these ideas that you can't see from a, a different perspective or you can't see something that is literally so simple matt who's this producer we're working with at present he's really kind of worked the songs so far i mean he'll probably hear this and be like i haven't even touched you guys yet wait wait this is just the start man (laughs) you don't know shit um but he's really opened our eyes up into into our own songs in and what is you know moving songs up by like three bpm or cutting out a bar of drivel that you really like playing but actually you realise it's so unnecessary to the song and to the yeah. listener
0: Yeah, this is Matt Hyde you know, if anyone's listening should look him up, but he, we know about him because he produced a band um, Survival Code that we toured with Our good old um, pals Yeah, so definitely check them out
2: They're um, an unvegan friendly guitar riffage, it's very meaty isn't it? Uh, there's no plant based <laughs> riffs in their songs <laughs> It's meat based <laughs> Yeah. It's it's definitely meat based. Yeah. This is when we find out Gary the singer slash guitarist is actually vegan. That's one thing I would say, actually, um, is don't be afraid to share your music as demo stages with lots of people. Accept their criticism. You don't need to necessarily agree with it, but don't always think you're right, because I think one thing we could have learnt on many years ago was to share, share your songs with other people, get their, get their kind of feedback. It, you don't have to take it on board, but if enough people say the same thing, then clearly what they're saying is right. You know, I think one thing lunacus have learned through the years is you're, you're the more you start writing for yourself and other people, the better the party will be at those gigs. You feel like you're writing for them, but you're enjoying that moment too. That's when the gigs just feel euphoric because everyone is on the same page.
0: Well, a lot of people say, oh, don't, don't write with people in mind, just write for yourself. But actually you i think i think in this current climate this current like music climate you've got to kind of uh, we've got to be a bit more savvy and a bit a bit more mm. you know thinking yeah. ahead
2: yeah i think you need to find your own uh, artist identity as in what what is it your band or your you know your solo sound is and what defines you as an artist and then you need to find a way of managing that so that it it relates to people listening to your songs, and I think when you can do that uh, it feels it feels way better I think you don't you feel like mm. you've got it right and it is a learning process as well, isn't it?
0: yeah, I mean, we've still got so much to learn, but I feel like um basically we had a bunch of songs that we took to Matt Hyde uh, that we thought were good songs, and it turns out they were nowhere near ready or good enough, and that was very painful, but we learned from that, uh, and then we we're writing. Uh, a brand new song which actually mm. you sang some of the verse in one of the podcasts early podcasts lust for blood and we've already mm. started cutting sh- sections out because we're just preempting the conversation we would have with matt <laughs> when you when you when you
2: write your first song for your new record or your new kind of journey musical journey that i did finger quotes there um that yeah. is like the identity for what you think is going to be the journey moving forward isn't it And then you get, like, four songs down the line and you're like, shit, this song here is the identity of the next three... And then you realise that it's not till you hit the last one and then go backwards on them with that big thread of rope and tie it all together. You realise that, actually, they've all somehow start to influence each other in kind of the future and then you have to go back into the past and manipulate those songs to fit the ones that are more current.
0: Yeah, so by going back into the past is is going back... And re-demoing the songs, isn't it? And that's something mm, okay. we do... I mean, we've done each song four or five demos, haven't we? Yeah, and it's, then it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. So that, that that's how you... I mean, I, I would say it's very, very important to re- self-record your stuff. Mm, um, yeah. And, and listen to it a lot and, and don't be afraid to change it and try ideas out.
2: And probably get an idea of the tempo pretty early on so you can get those click tracks down because... Um... One of our songs that I was just talking about a moment ago, We Could Be Friends, we, we started at, like, <clears throat> one seventy, And I think by the time we got to this demo we're at now, I think Matt's got it to, like, one eighty three or something, so it's gone up 13 BPM. Just have an idea, early doors, as to what you want that to feel like. Is it going to be a kind of upbeat dance song is it going to be a rock song is it going to be kind of more of a kind of tap your feet having a chill song and we were pretty unsure if we could be friends so it's gone through literally probably Mm. five bpm faster each time until we've got it to where it is now
0: yeah so you wouldn't get that without demoing at all
2: no and i think our first ever uh record we did echoes of sound which is um how old were we Oh, God. Tw- 20? 19? I think we were 18, weren't Eight? we? Eighteen,
0: nineteen. Yeah. yeah, something like that.
2: Um, I mean, I played on an Ibanez, which I'm sorry about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember rocking up with my Marshall... Kind of what they called solid state head, and him being like, "No, you're not, you're not using that." And I remember being like, "What do yeah. you mean, man? I have got a Marshall and a four twelve. This is the, this is the real McCoys here, <laughs> my late, my fine sir." And he was like, "No, there's literally a better thing." And at the time, you don't understand that. Do you know what I mean? I know James turned up with those biscuit tins. What was it like a Tama superstar custom, which is actually an all right kind of junior kit. And it was just like, boing, 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 boing wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like shit. James just
0: didn't know how to tune his kit. And then, yeah, John. And then every, bit of...
2: every time the fills were the different, weren't they? So you can, uh, yeah. we don't understand what editing was.
0: Yeah, yeah. We? we just thought you laid it down once and that was <laughs> it. Done. Yeah. yeah. We were very naive, to be fair. I look back, I feel slightly embarrassed, really, at that time. But yeah. you got to go through it. you got to go through it.
2: I think we had one of the most creative times kind of from a production angle which we didn't know what it was at the time but all those soundscapes that we created Oh mate,
0: we, we recorded a sitar we reversed it that, mm. by the way kids, reversing something if it doesn't work, reverse it, see if it works then that is, the Chris, that is the Chris
2: Butler special production tip where if it doesn't work, reverse it and it actually has worked quite a few times for
0: <laughs> It has, doesn't it? I mean, one time i accidentally reversed a whole track but we won't talk about what happened there we put like a laptop on top of a guitar pickup, turned it on, and it made this crazy mm. whooping noise, didn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that stuff was. I'll play that. I'll play that bit in the podcast. Um, yeah. Um, and right. your other
2: Chris Butler moments, which is the start of uh, Not Afraid, which is off our, like, current album. Um, you reversed your guitars there at the start.
1: A cat bruises, a cat you see.
0: Well, uh, Chris, Chris Butler um, Highlights will be another podcast in its own. That could be a whole series yeah. of podcasts, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, I had a a question, right. Um, Do you have lyric ideas, like, written down that aren't to any music? Do you just have, like, some poetry that you put down, or do you literally have to have the chords in order to think of the words?
2: To quote my friend... He's not my friend, I've never met him. uh, Roger Waters, I have a little black book (laughs) with my poems in. Roger! (laughs) I actually have it right here. (laughs) And if I hear something on Mm. the radio, or I hear someone something says, or... I'll be walking into town, and I'm sitting, you know, sitting in a coffee stop, and I hear someone or I'll read something. I will just write that phrase down. With following shadows, I was just sat in my house at like I don't know. We come back from practice. I was probably like quarter to twelve at night, and I just had that phrase following shadows. I just loved what it evoked, and from there, it, it the whole narrative came out that night. So yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of information written down, and that okay. will cause a kind of a little eruption, and that will make the lyric structure. But we've been writing lyrics for this EP like for the last few songs quite collaboratively, um, well, since Tommy joined, and that's been a really refreshing process as well because it's allowed the songs to have more, obviously, vocabulary, which is one, and if you think what I was saying, like I hear an idea or a phrase and I write it down, everyone else has that as well, so you're exposed to way more kind of genius moments like in Lust for Blood the other day when yeah. we were just finishing that writing session which went on for two hours and it was terrible and you said one lyric as a kind of throwaway right at the end putting your guitar away as if nothing would come of it and it, it, and it made it into the song and it's in those moments you're like Ugh. I remember just... I, uh, and I w- that will be one of those lyrics. which, like every time we sing live, I will always know as that's the time he put his guitar away and just threw this lyric at <laughs> me. And it was like, <laughs> genius moment. <laughs> just try, I've, I think I've gotten a, a very early following shadows here. <laughs> Can you hear this? Oh, no, it's coming out here.
1: Now mm, have waiting a long time. It's rolling over and over, following shadows into new places, following you around, following you around, and it's so impossible to feel. Watching the days roll over and over Following shadows into new places Following you around Following you
2: around But we tried it loads of different ways, man. I remember, like, trying it on an acoustic, trying it with an electric, uh, trying it with drums, um, <laughs> just so many different ways of producing it.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, we got really experimental. We got some handbells out yeah. at one point, I remember that was a waste, that was enough. James it wasn't loved worth exploring. It.
2: James was off for about an hour,
0: just ding dong him uh. around the bloody
2: <laughs> studio. At the time, you were listening to obviously, you know, we're all big, um. Bonnie Ver fans and we were listening to quite a lot of James Blake and I was listening to a ton of Banks and a lot of that music uses quite a lot of hook line which is more electronic so it's triggering the same thing again I was just humming down that mic (laughs)
1: Um,
2: and then it makes its way onto your guitar part whether you did it consciously or unconsciously and I remember hearing it practicing yeah when we talked earlier in the podcast about themes and having a, a thread. It's almost like the da 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 became the theme of the song. It's a really nice way to create a cohesiveness without using something so obvious.
1: I'm sick of wasting away. It's so impossible to feel.
0: That was another episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Thank you, Chris. Woo. Chris Butler's taking over. Chris Darren can go sucking. I'll drop the ball. OK. That was another episode of I'm In A Band podcast. I've been Chris. You've been Will, haven't you? I have, yeah. That's my name. Don't yep. wear it out. Thanks for listening to us waffle on about, you know, some songs. I've learned some stuff.
1: I'm in a band. Oh. I'm in a band. I'm in a band. I'm in a band.